you know, we back for another episode in this or this is bullshit podcast. I'm your boy Ray here along with my boys. I'm Dre. It's your boy. New setup type beat, you know what it is. Uh but nah, you know, it's it's, it's me. It's it's Charles. What's going down? How you doing? You know, we, we on we on that uh that big boy status. We push a P over here, you know. <laughs> Sorry, it's just we literally before it started, we was talking about pushing P all day. So we just I had to get that one out. This is one of those things where like you finally learn what it is for the first time, and now you can't stop using it for every context that you can't. Exactly. So but you know we we're not here to waste y'all's time so we'll go right into it so the first topic we got is um the whole wait is it was it controversial or is we just like saying like what he said what are we talking about we got like quite a bit of people talking i mean playback uh, i know made a video on it uh skip bayless on what he said about like putting work over his relationship with his wife yeah, that was kind of gay. I'm not gonna lie to you. Really? Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. Like he was like, I put work on my and that's cool if you know. Oh hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now before we get to our thoughts about it, let's, let's actually see. hear what this man actually said. Now I ain't played a video just in case of like copyright or whatever the case may be. I trying to take a risk of that, but I did see the video again not too long before we started recording and basically typed down what this man said. Not basically everything word for word, but basically again like the main ingredients. So yeah, I watched before. Here we go. The video is up on YouTube right now if y'all want to see it for yourself, but for basically summarization, here we go. So he was talking about basically, I guess he brought up Brady's retirement. If y'all guys have any insight on the sports world right now, you will know that was it last week that Brady has officially announced his retirement from the NFL after 22 seasons, seven championships, and many other accolades. Without a doubt, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever do it, if not the best quarterback to ever do it, hell of a career, wish him well in his future endeavors. Now, with that being said, now we got into context. Here's what Skip Bayless basically had to say. So basically he was going on, the reason I appreciate Tom Brady in the way that he operates on so many levels is from a family level and an age level. I chose in my twenties to not have children. I married my junior high sweetheart and I knew she wanted kids. And as I got deeper into my career, I knew she couldn't have kids. I am obsessed with what I'm doing right now. It's my whole life. My calling It's not a job. It's my passion. What I was born to do and what I will continue to do as long as my personal situation will allow it. After my first marriage ended, I got into a long-term relationship with another woman and she just had to have children. I couldn't. I tried, but I can't. I have to move, I have to move constantly to move up. If I continue to work 
weekends and nights the way I do, I'll be a horrible father, as horrible as my father was for other reasons. And it won't be fair to put that on another child. I met my wife now, and on our first day, I told her, you will always be number two to my life, my passion, which is his job. And she had to take a step backwards and to think about it in the process. And she was just like, okay, cool. That was basically the gist of it. Like I said, you, if the clip of it is up on YouTube right now as we speak, if y'all want to see it and hear it for yourselves. But for the most part, that's basically what it saying. Now, got that out of the way. Yeah, guys, just talk that's about it. I can start off, whatever. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and start off with, oh, Charles. No, it's up to y'all. It doesn't matter to me. Oh, your audio is low. Maybe that's with the microphone. Yeah, it, it might be. I'm still trying to figure it out, but we'll figure it out together. You know. Right. For those who are listening, Charles got himself a new mic, so he's trying to test it out. He's got to use it somewhat for school or, yeah, for his assignment or something like that. So. And I think, yeah, I was actually also just off the top bat. I was thinking about getting us microphones. I know some people still do complain that our volume is not loud, even though I turned it up. So that's that's crazy. That's <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, but okay. audio is just fine. It may be the quality, but yeah. Hey man, hey man, it comes with the it comes with the Wi-Fi dog. That's all it is. Or lack um, of, if you're on my situation. True. Man. Your shit was going off earlier. You um, know what, though? You know what, though? Let's let's get into the Skip Bayless thing, honestly. Yeah, I was about to talk about it. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. You got first, dog. So, I see where he's coming from. Because, again, like, the scenario, like, let's say, so hypothetically, as a kid. Like he said, he's not going to be around him. Because he's putting so much passion and work into his job that he won't be there. He won't be there around his child enough to like show love and support. So then that child's gonna be raised up, kind of hating Skip Bayless for not ever spending time with him, and is more gonna get attached to his mom, which could lead to other things and stuff like that. So or just you know hatred towards his father in general, like that. So I get what he's saying, but like I guess in his profession. Because, you know, he is, like, working a lot. It makes sense, but I feel like he can also, like, still manage to make it equal, like, the best way he can. Not just, like, give up and say, no, you're just number two. Like, I'm just going to have my job way higher than you. Because what if his wife needs things and he just, like, nah, I ain't going to do that because I got to go to work, you know, put in this money or whatever. And it could be, like, an actual thing she needs. I don't know. That's my opinion on that. I'll let you go, Charles. All right. So, like, my biggest problem with this isn't, like, what he said, per se. It's just, okay, we all know that Skip Bayless, like, and analysis and all the like, other sports analysis around him love their job, right? Very clear, very apparent that they all love their job. That's not in question. My question is, like, what was the point? What was the point like of like saying this? Like who who did this affect? Like 
Was there like was there re- like did his wife say post me on Twitter or something like that, or like hey did she come up to him and say hey babe, I noticed that your Instagram has more posts about LeBron than about me, like what's going on, like I feel like she didn't say that like I feel like this was just an unnecessary thing to bring up for him, and um, as much as as much as I want to talk about his job right, um. <clears throat> Quick secret. No one asked. Not a single person asked this question. Who said, hey, Skip, do you care more about your your wife or your job? Who, who asked that question? Huh? And then secondly, who puts their job above their wife? Like your job above your girlfriend. Understandable. Your job ab- above your friends. Understandable. But your job above... Uh, your job above um your wife. That's that's not that's not okay. And and he keep like I just I have so many questions. I think he said that because like I know like I heard like it's his new show so it's just him or whatever um because he's not with the other person he was with so I don't know maybe he just. Felt like he needed that personal connection, but yeah, again, like it is just kind of random. Just hey, I'm gonna tell all my business out to the world. Like, what are we to gain from that specifically? Unless it was like the wife came out and said something against him, then I'd understand why he said it. But it was just like he just felt like saying it. I don't know. Yeah, that's my biggest issue with it. He just kind of came out and said it, and no one asked for his opinion. No one said. Hey Skip, how do you feel about this? Or hey Skip, like what's what's your opinion? He just did it. And everyone was like, okay, thanks, Skip. Thanks for your opinion, man. That's cool. Like, come on, dog. In I mean, imagine being his wife right now. Like, not only like you might have already known you were second place to his job, right? Now everybody knows. Yeah, now the world knows that you're second place to his job. Like, there was, I just, dog, I could not. If my wife said, I'm sorry, I'm putting my job above you, I'd understand that in private. But the moment you put it on Twitter, it becomes a public opinion, and that's just not okay to me. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, your thoughts, Drain? Oh, <clears throat> I actually saw this clip like a week or so ago when it first came out. So I kind of like had more, a little bit more time to like think about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm pretty much the only person in the uh, the three of us that can somewhat be a bit more sympathetic towards what Skip was basically talking about. I guess this whole thing was basically him trying his best to relate to Tom Brady and talking about why he appreciates what Brady does and how he's been able to perform so well in football for 22 seasons, especially because everybody else knows that Brady is also, he's also a husband, he's also a father, and him to be able to raise a family to his 
best ability, whatever the case that looks like. And also be a multi-time Super Bowl champion is something that Skip Bayless also respects. So I guess that's kind of like where the correlation what he was trying to make as well, like as far as like being very good at your job as well as being a very good family man at the exact same time. So I guess that was the context of the whole situation. As far as like what he was saying, on one end, I get that in a sense of like compared to a lot of things, okay. Compared to a lot of things that I hear about children being born and raised into circumstances that are not ideal for them, and they have no control over that because they did not ask to be born in those kind of conditions, this is honestly pretty much a, fre- a breath of fresh air for me. Like, I respect this. I was res- honestly, I respect it a lot more. I respect a person who can flat out be like, you know what, honestly, if I were to have a child literally tomorrow, I would not be a good father because of this and this and this. That kind of self-awareness, I respect a whole lot more than people bringing up a child into non-ideal living conditions or some kind of power dynamic (laughs) for any winner. But yeah, so I definitely appreciate that and I definitely get it as the sense of like as a child number one when it comes to children it's pretty much how I envision it now I'm not a father obviously and none of us I mean I I don't know about y'all I don't have no keys but (laughs) no I mean, look, hey, I don't know everything that be going on in San Antonio, so nah. you might have a little RJ or CJ running around there somewhere. Do you think I would name my son RJ? Oh, sure. I mean, you, I don't know. I don't know where you want to name your kid. I'm just throwing names out there. But <laughs> Okay. How I understood it is, number one, the moment you bring a child into the world, your life is no longer about you. If it wasn't already the moment that you brought your wife into this situation, now you have multiple lives to consider when it comes to every little or big decision that you make from that point forward. Number one. And number two, You got to understand that that child is like a whole, like they're a whole person. That's a human being that you are bringing into the world. And for him to think first about the child's well-being emotionally, psychologically, physically, financially, whatever the case may be, that's something that I definitely respect. And with that all being said, I agree with that, but at the same time, it also could be a possibility that, if anything, that child will make you want to bust your ass more because you have people that are leaning on you. You have people that are depending on you in any way, shape, or form, whether financially or emotionally or whatever the case may be. So if anything, instead of thinking of 
that child hindering you or pulling you back or just basically holding you back from pursuing whatever your passion is, whether it's being a broadcaster or a sports analysis and skip business situation. You can also look at it from, oh no, if anything, that child will light a fire under my ass like any other motivate um, any other motive prior to this point. I don't know. Like, I don't know, because I was I was just reading the other day about um about uh Denzel Washington like uh being surprised that like his son um John David Washington wanted to go into acting because apparently John David had first started off as a football a player he was a running back so then Denzel Washington's like oh okay like that's cool whatever but then when he found out that like <clears throat> he was going into acting he was like oh okay like wasn't seeing I didn't see that coming you know I'm pretty sure Denzel Washington wasn't like yeah I can't have kids right now because I'm in my prime you know I'm up there I'm a Oscar, you know, whatever winner, whatever. And if I have kids, that's going to fuck me over from my acting because I'm going to have to not take as many roles as I want to or whatever. But I, I don't know. Like, I, again, I see the perspective and I respect that he was aware enough to be like, hey, this probably isn't the best thing for me right now. I mean, because he never said, like, he never wanted kids. He just said, right. as of right now, he just doesn't want it. But I guess he should also have said when he did meet those women in his life that I don't know if he did say it verbally, but I think he like needs to just state like, hey, I don't want kids like as of right now. So if you want kids right now, probably not going to work because at that point he's just leading them on, which, you know, that's not good for anyone because that's hurting her feelings and he's going to feel bad. Because he's got See, I think it does sound like that it will be somewhat a permanent thing. From the way he was talking, it sounds like one of those things where, like, in regards to his career, he's basically trying to ride it till the wheels fall off. And so he, like, and unless there is some kind of situation where he just cannot do what he's doing no more, he's going to do this for as long as he wants to. And as well, however long that takes, he decided, hey, because of how much time I'm putting into this, it's probably not ideal for me to have kids. And the thing is, kind of like, he doesn't even know how long that's going to be. It could be 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now. I mean, it could last until next month. My, my point is, you will never know because like, the future is always uncertain. uncertain. You know what I mean? So it does sound like that he's just going to ride until the wheels fall off and women just, they can't, they can't really handle that. Yeah. And I kind of understand that perspective also. That's a whole nother topic altogether. And for the sake of time, we're not going to dive deep into that. But I don't know. My thing is just kind of like whatever decision he makes in regards to having children or not, I guess it's kind of like how I always look at it from things from that perspective, just like make the decision 
that you want to make, whatever you feel like is best for you, you can go ahead and do that. But with that being said, it, if it does end up buying you, if it works out for you, great. And if it bites you on the ass, you have nobody to blame but yourself because that was a decision that you made. And bye-bye forced you to make that decision. You did. So he is 70 years old. So if he decides to have children. How old is he? Yeah, 70. I'm at seven. Seven zero. Right. Yes. So right. I'm just not that saying, far from Joe Biden. God damn. I'm just, <laughs> we just, but yeah, if he wants to make that decision, better make it up soon because that's kind of when health starts to decline right there. Yeah, very true, was, very I true. mean, I knew he was like up there, but I didn't think he was that up there. Yeah, I didn't know either. Because I mean, from like how he looks, I mean, I know he was up there, but he didn't look like a seventy. I mean, he's in great shape. He was really up there. Like we 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 had an idea that he was like high, but like I thought he was like in sixties, maybe even late fifties. I never would have guessed. You know, seventy. I don't know. I never would have guessed seventy. Yeah, me neither. But um, yeah. So is uh, is that all we got to say about Mr. Skip Bayless? Yeah, go ahead and bring on the next topic, man. All right. So I guess we can stay on the topic of sports. Speaking of sports, and guess I guess because he was relating to Tom Brady, we're gonna stick to the NFL. As you guys know, around we're recording this around the week of Super Bowl Fifty Six. Ladies and gentlemen, it is made official. The matchup, Cincinnati Bengals, Los Angeles Rams. Can I can I just say, right? If you look back when the playoffs very first started, I don't remember which podcast it was, but I think we talked about it in a very in like in an earlier podcast. The Super Bowl happened the exact way I told y'all it would. I called Bengals Rams from the jump, and no one believed me because they didn't believe in Joe Shiesty. But now that now that we're here, I just want to say to all the haters that called me crazy for Joe Shiesty making it, look at your team at home, right in the couch, just like you are. Do you think Patrick Mahomes enjoying those chips and dip on his couch? With Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, couch. That's all. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Da, da, da. My bad. Last one. Special shout out to them boys for every single time they thought they said, this is our year. Seven rings. My bad. Six rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that, my guys. <laughs> how, did, how did how did both the Bengals and the Bengals and the Chiefs both score touchdowns in less time than that QB run? I just like man, man. All the people that told me. Nah, we're looking at a Chiefs. We're looking at a Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl again. Or nah, man, the Niners are going all the way. Look at Debo, man. 
All I can say is I told y'all Matthew Stafford was great and no one believed me. I told y'all Joe Shiesty came to, you know, prove himself and no one believed me. Now look at you. No, we got on you because you were disrespecting that man Cooper Cup. Exactly. And we put some respect on that man's name for them two crucial catches in the exactly. round against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those now he did, guys, he did have those. He did have those and catches, Cooper right? Tuck. And he's number one in every category right now for receivers. Yes, but who threw him the ball? I know, but you were just the way you had said it was it was all Matthew Stafford. You wouldn't say anybody else on his team. It is it was Stafford. Because bro, look, the two most the two most prolific passing or receiving yard or receiving seasons, who was the quarterback for both of them? We know. There's only one common but, denominator between both of them. I know. That's but, all I'm trying to say. All, uh, but no, let me say this. Is Matthew Stafford catching passes in the end zone? No. But he's drawing them dots to the end zone. But is he is he pulling a where Cooper Cup throws to him and he catches in the end zone like the Philly special? No. All so, I'm saying, all I'm saying is that man is putting it on a dime. I know he is. I know he is. I'm just saying. Still put some respect on Cooper Cup. That's all it has. Because if they become... Look, all fans, we're going to say is, let's be honest, but both of them are the reason why they ended up being the Bucks. They technically choked that game. Let's be real here. The yeah. Bucks defense just choked in, like, what? Was I wouldn't it even say the seconds? I think, I think the Rams defense choked. Really? And to be honest with you, the Rams defense choked, but the offense built them out. Because there was no way for at halftime the Bucks should. There's no way with the halftime score being what it was that the Bucks should have come back. The game, the game ended or what? Okay, three did the Rams defense cause four turnovers, four fumbles? Absolutely not. Fumbles, but did they? Three fumbles they, 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 and they a pick something to stop Brady. Four turnovers. Yeah. I'm just saying they did nothing to stop Brady in that second half. He got, Brady got whatever he wanted with Mike Evans. I don't think Chris Godwin was playing. No. Oh, Chris Godwin's been out for the season. He tore his ACL or something like that. Yeah, so quite literally, it was Mike Evans and Scotty Miller with some no-name receiver at the slot and Gronk at tight end. Like, essentially, they were forced to run double tight end sets just to get passes off with Cameron Bray and Gronkowski. Well, so I mean, I they are the two main tight ends. As, as much as the Rams' defense was trying to lose, I think, um, I think the the Rams. I mean, my bad. The Rams' offense was like making mistakes. I think the Rams' defense is more to blame since they couldn't get a stop in the second half. That being said, it doesn't matter now. They're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Don't <laughs> like, so Joe Shiesty who. Has won every single oh, no, game. No, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm all for the Joe Burton, Joe Birch praise around here. But let, let's put some respect to my man, Evan. Can I, can I just say, I didn't, I don't even know the name he was going to say. I don't either. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I do know the name he was going to say. Evan the copy Pearson. I was going to say. No, can, can you repeat what you're going to say? 
Drain. That man was about to say Evan McPoppy Fearson. Mm-hmm. McPushing P. Fearson. There exactly. you go. Oh, Lord. Okay. You thought you thought you thought Justin Tucker was the best kicker in uh in the league? Nah. Wake paper, wake make way for McPoppy Fearson. Hey, that was a clutch field goal. I'm just saying. And what he's a rookie too, I've heard. I'm not sure if that's correct or not, but for a rookie doing that, yeah, yeah, you got some got some clutch in you. I was about to I say, forget McPherson was good this year. Wait. Justin Tucker is amazing as always, but then Evan McPherson said it's playoff Pearson time. You push that nigga to the side, said it's my time to shine, little nigga. But um but um speaking of the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl is going to come down to two things and two things alone. <clears throat> Since we're uh, t- the topic was the Super Bowl, so let's see here. Um, the game is going to be close. I re- I refuse to believe that this is going to be a blowout. Yeah, it has to be because it's pretty much Bengals offense versus. Well, yeah, also I guess Rams offense as well. So the it's gonna it's gonna come down to this, right? It's gonna come down to this. It's gonna come down to one corners because. Is there any corner on the Bengals uh, roster that can stop Cooper uh, Cooper Cup? And if you have a if you have a corner to stop Cooper Cup, do you have a corner to match up on the other side against Odell? But say you also need somebody to match up with Odell. Yeah, exactly. Not to mention um, Tyler Tyler Higby is not or actually no, he's probable to play. Hmm. He's probable to play. If he plays, then someone has to stop him, and can, and a linebacker is gonna have to contain him in the middle. But so it might come down to Van Jefferson. It might. It might. No um, school we do Van Jefferson. Uh, but here's what it's really gonna come down to. It's gonna come down to four different players, right? <clears throat> it's gonna come down to player number one, Von Miller. Yeah. Because Von Miller, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. As as of late, that man has been absolutely silent in the playoffs. Um, um, player number two, Aaron Donald. How many yeah. how many corners is uh my bad? How many how many linemen is it gonna take to stop Aaron Donald? You ain't gonna have to put the whole old line on him. Um and then three, Joe Burrow. Is he gonna is he gonna do the same thing he did against Tennessee? Just take the hits and keep rolling, or is he like like what's he gonna do? I mean, he was getting away from the pressure, what against um the Chiefs, but I mean, you know, this is the Rams defense. They're not just gonna let him run away like that. So that I mean it took like what nine sacks in that game against Tennessee. Nine sacks, most in a playoff game, I believe. They better – his O-line definitely has to step up for sure because he can't be getting hit like that by Aaron Donald. And um, um, Even if his O-line doesn't step up, uh, 
the key matchup for the Bengals offense is going to be Jamar Chase versus uh versus Jalen. That's that's he said he wanted to do that okay. almost all all game. He wanted to shadow Jamar. Mm-hmm. Even that, you still got to get somebody on T Higgins. T Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd is not you know just something to laugh at. He was killing them with that slant route. Mm-hmm. During um, the conference championship game. I feel like we forget a lot about Joe Mixon because if he has a great, like if his run game is like settled or set up, set up, he won't, um, if his run game is set up, he will not uh, be a liability. They're probably going to try and use Aaron Donald then to shut him down whenever they run. That being said, I don't know. Um, if they If they set up the run game, I think Joe Mixon is going to have a very great game. I feel like it could be potentially a defensive game. Oh, no. Because both defenses are pretty solid. That Bengals defense is a, one of the key reasons why they made it this far, if we can keep it real. Don't get me wrong. The offense is pretty solid, but that defense. I think either way, honestly, next year, if the, uh, if the Bengals get a, a good offensive line, there's a high chance they go back. We'll see. Just uh, Joe Burrow got to keep pulling up numbers like how he was doing. Also, did you hear? Did you hear what he said? He'd tell players like it's in high school and college. No. He said uh, he was basically telling them never post a video about yourself working out. I mean. Oh, yeah, you said, like, something about the progress, like, they'll be surprised or something. Yeah, he basically said, uh, he basically told them, he was like, hey, don't, yeah, don't, like, don't, like, work out once every four days and then post a video on it on your IG. Just work out in silence. Essentially, he just said grind in silence. Nothing wrong with that. They won't see what's coming. But I don't know, man. Yeah, it's most likely going to be a defensive game. If it is a defensive game. Well, I guess the main question we're supposed to ask is who do we think is going to pull off the win? Honestly, I can see it going both ways. No, I can. I can. I would love for it to be like the uh, like the divisional games, just high scoring back to back offense. Um, but if it turns defensive, I wouldn't mind it either. Yeah. Also, uh, if Eli Apple wins the Super Bowl, Saints fans are going to be livid. Wait, wait, what team? Is- he's on the. Um... He's on the Bengals. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, so what? Um... Also, that uh, fuck AJ Green too. I know he'll be mad too. AJ Green would be livid too because he left for he left for Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray about to leave for baseball. Well, I've heard there's been speculation. I doubt it, but I've heard speculation that he might go to Tampa because him and it's crazy though when you really think about it. Wait, there's speculation that he's gonna go to Tampa. Yeah, because him and uh. Mike Evans, they got history. They used to be on the same team. Oh, yeah. I forgot Kyler Sandoval. 
A&M at one point. It's like uh, Mike Evans that posted the Pro Bowl. He was like, oh, like, thanks for passing it up to me. He was like, oh, like, you know, we Texas brothers got to stick together, something like that. I don't remember exactly the quote. But something like that. Could you imagine both of these teams with prime A.J. Green and prime Todd Gurley? Since he's wiping, if that happens, if that were to happen, since he's wiping, this wiping, so? I'm I'm sorry, dog. Um, Prime AJ Green could not be stopped. There was no corner. There was no corner in the league holding Prime AJ Green. The only person close was Darrell Revis, and maybe Ed Reed if Ed Reed had the right coverage. Otherwise. They lined up AJ Green uh, like basically against the number one or two corner, and AJ Green cooked every time. With them corners be like, I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> now let's not forget, this was also with Carson Palmer and uh, Andy Dalton throwing the ball. Yeah, that pretty much. Sight. He had white bums throwing him the ball. True. I he mean, Andy Dom's always been a, a, a bum to me. Yeah, one good year, like a decent year. Yeah. Nothing to be excited about. Maybe I, I wouldn't mind either team winning just because, you know, I don't want to see Brady or – I mean, I'd like to see Mahomes win another ring, but, like, Earning it, not like blowing out the team. Who? I said I'd like to see Mahomes like win another ring, but he's got like earn it, not like just blow out the team. The only team that I would not mind seeing the Chiefs play is the Rams. No, yeah. Anyone else I don't want to see, but them I wouldn't mind. Uh, I also like, I feel like we just don't give enough credit to Andy Dalton, or not Andy Dalton. Um, like this, this is a moment for uh, what's it called? No matter how we face it, this is a moment for for Matthew Stafford. Of course, all those years yeah. in Detroit paid off. This, finally. Like, this first year, like coming here to the Rams, like now, now, now. Granted, right? <clears throat> Jared Goff didn't have the defense that Matthew Stafford has, and by yeah, that I mean Vaughn Miller. Yeah, but Jared he Goff didn't have was a liability. Lee. Well, then he had it for like them like one or two seasons, and he by had, the time he had, he had it, Jared Goff was not. He had he had Jalen for two seasons, like literally, like, I think it was like post Super Bowl se- his Super Bowl season, and then they got yeah. Jalen. And hey, by um, then, Jared Goff was not up to par at that point. And I mean, I guess you could say Cooper Cup wasn't fully developed. Oh yeah, that man definitely stepped up in a big way. See, you can say, like, you can make the statement, oh, well, Cooper Cup was still developing with Jared Goff. That's why he wasn't as good. But for for them to grab Matthew Stafford and Von Miller, and in their first seasons on the team, they just straight, mm-hmm. they come in here and this is what they do. Go to the it's quite, I don't know, man. It's quite telling towards Jared Goff. At least that's my opinion. And then eventually Odo 
Oh yeah, he's been a prime factor on the team too. Not like as huge, but like still. Whatever seven we got for the Super Bowl. Oh, we, we talked about the I think we all agree we, we wouldn't mind either either team winning. Yeah. Now, if I had to pick one, I'm picking the. Uh... Now, here's one thing that we also have to consider now before we get to that. This game is in L.A. Oh, it's very true. So it's technically a home game. Basically, now the Rams are the second team in NFL history to play a Super Bowl in their home turf. Tampa did it last year. That definitely plays a factor. That does play a factor. I don't think it'll make that big a difference. And I think the only reason is because the Super Bowl Bowl crowd has always been diverse. It's not just it's not just those two uh, those two teams uh, fans. I think it's gonna be. I don't know. I think it's going to be loud regardless. I think weather conditions is the only like real factor. How many big ones fans are going to be? Have you seen the prices for those tickets? You think anyone from Cincy? They crazy. I feel like it's going to be a whole lot of bandwagon Cincy fans at the game. Pretty much. It's not going to be anybody actually from Cincinnati. Um, Some people might make the trip. Some people might make the trip. Some, but not a lot. Oh no, definitely not a lot. Who knows? Now, all I can do as somewhat of a Bills fan is look at this whole situation and be like, damn. I got one in, I'm happy for Joe, but at the same time, I'm a bit salty because You're this bad. is all the Bills defense had to do was actually step up and actually fucking play defense. Yeah. Because you saw a perfect example of what happens in overtime when you actually play defense. The Bengals, what, they got a pick off of Patrick Mahomes? They not only not only did they get that, not and only they covered Tyreek. Not only did they not only did they get a pick, Tyreek was inactive for almost all of the fourth quarter. Yeah. And when he was active, it was literally nothing. Pretty much, yeah. Insignificant. And then um wasn't so Travis what? also somewhat covered too? No, no, no. Travis was not covered. But they let they let Travis get those like tiny yardage. Yeah. He was he really was running short like, routes, slant routes or whatever. Him afterwards. Um but but in the very first OT drive, like greatest defense I've ever seen played against the Chiefs. Because they pressured Mahomes. Not only did they pressure Mahomes, they also got um they had like two opportunities at a pick before they actually got a pick. And then like it was really just in-game from right there. They pretty much forced Patrick to make horrible decisions. Yeah, because I mean yeah. he fumbled at the fucking <laughs> like near the goal line. Like and I am almost willing to say, right? That was uh, that was Patrick Mahomes' very first game. Uh, that was Patrick Mahomes' very first game in the playoff game, feeling pressured. Yeah, I'm willing to say that was the very first time Patrick Mahomes went into OT in the playoffs and said, "I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. Like niggas is cooking me." 
Thanks. Did you not watch last year's Super Bowl? Well, okay. No, I like he, he don't mean Super Bowl. He means like on the on the way to. I'm in the road. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. then it technically counts. I mean, technically, yeah, but I didn't count it. Okay. Like, I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like they really went into that game and studied the Bucks defense for that game. Cause it's not like it's not like they the uh, the Chiefs changed much. Yeah, like they're really running the same like style. Pretty much. But my point though was uh, not referring to the Bills. What did they have to do for all these Bills fans and other NFL fans talking about like, oh, they should change their overtime rules so that both teams have a chance? No. Any any other normal situation, I agree. But in this situation, no. Because this does not change the fact that the Bills defense failed to do their job in the second half. What I hear is that the first time that with the first half, they were actually doing pretty well as far as defense. And then the second time, they just abandoned their defensive plan. And then it pretty much went lopsided from there. And then you gave up a field goal in 13 seconds. You let Patrick Mahomes cook y'all down the field in 13 seconds. No, fuck you. You don't get another chance in the overtime just because you failed to do your job. So, no. How about you actually step up and actually play defense like the Bengals did, and then you'll probably be playing in the Super Bowl. And this is somebody, this is coming from somebody who is a Bills fan. I'm just like, no, like, you don't, plus this is another, this is probably one of the last few rules when we really think about it that actually benefits the defense in the NFL. Because let's be honest, the NFL is becoming a largely offensive favored sport. Yeah. Especially in this generation at this point in time, a lot of these calls and a lot of these penalties highly favor offense. Defense, if you do it correctly, well, overtime rules, if done correctly by the defense, is probably one of the last few aspects of the NFL that favors the defense. Oh, no, definitely. If you play defense. So. Most of the time is not being played, so. All I got to say is overtime rules. I agree with Dre at this one. Like overtime rules are really beneficial for the defense if they actually choose to play. Like if the team, if teams just like just don't decide not to play, like it's really just um I don't know how to describe it. Like it's just it's so much easier for them, like the defense to cook if they choose to show up. If they if they don't if they don't show up, then it's weird to describe. Like I just I fully believe that this uh this overtime rule has if it gets changed, right? Teams will stop adopting like a, a defense first mentality when it comes to overtime. Uh because if you 
I don't know, if you just stop, you know, we'll let them score. We'll just score back and get the two-point conversion. Nope. Like, I feel like if we change, if, if you change the rules, that's what it turns into. Oh, they scored. Now I get a chance to score. Well, let's just keep running up the score until it gets to like the 70s. No. Let's be honest. If it's like a Sunday night game, ain't nobody trying to stay until like 11, 12 o'clock, whoever the case may be, seeing this score running up. When you've got yeah. people. Traffic's going to be a bitch at that time. Hella traffic. Turn around. You got people who probably got work the very next morning or. Got to drop their kids off to school or wherever the case may be. They nobody trying to stay in that stadium for that long. You can get away with that in college because, like, it's a Saturday night or a Friday night, whatever the case may be. It's a weekend. They don't got nothing to do the very next morning, so you can get away with something like that. Plus, it's college students. Ain't no college student going to bed hella early on a Saturday night. Let's be real here. I mean, some do, but a lot of them don't. Let's be real here. Yeah, they're probably out partying or whatever, doing some shit. I don't know. This depends on what kind of college student you are. I don't know. So you, my point is, you can get away with that in college because different set of circumstances. Where as far as like the NFL goals goes, you can't get away with that because the games are either played on Sunday, Monday, or Thursday. Well, either way, it's all have games or whatever the case may be. Your fans, the people that are in attendance, got shit to do more than likely the very next morning. That's something they have to take into consideration if they want to adapt these new overtime rules similar to college football, especially especially when it comes to like those night games, particularly. Definitely right about that. I don't know. I don't think the rules need to be changed. I think that uh, defenses just got to get better. That's all it is. Yeah, because they just, like, they just, need to they're just running for fun at this point. <laughs> There's just no point. If they're not doing their actual job, like, why get signed if you're just going to run back and forth on the field and hold on to someone cause, like, shit for your team? Most of the time, it's always defensive mistakes of why the offense scores because it's always all right. all holding or pass interference, all that shit. Or it's either the offense like just runs the same play. Perfect example. I think there was one play. It was before the whole like I think I'm think I'm pretty sure y'all saw the clip clip where like Patrick Mahomes was yelling at Travis. Oh, do it, Travis, do it, or whatever the case may be. It wasn't that play, but it was a different play to where Travis Kelsey was like he moved into motion into like a bunch set. Mm. And then he basically run. I think it was like an out route, whatever the case may be. And this dude was wide open. I was like, bro, I even saw that. How did the Bills defense not see Travis Kelsey going into coverage and see what the fuck was going on? Oh, and it's, it's the best because they'll run that play three or four times. And the only thing that'll change is Travis Kelsey's route. So he'll do he'll he'll do that um, motion into a bunch set, and then sometimes it'll be a wheel, sometimes it'll be a cross, sometimes it'll be an out route. But essentially, it's all the same play. 
and they're just waiting for Travis Kelsey to get wide. Yeah, because at that point, he's a fucking threat because he keeps doing the same shit. Um, yeah, I just I just think they're like not actually focused on who they're guarding. It's like ah, ah no, we'll, we'll just focus on if they go deep. Um. Well, yeah, because that's what that's that's what was working in the beginning of the year. To be honest, mm-hmm. all they had to do was cover deep and make sure Tyreek wasn't single guarded. If Tyreek wasn't in single coverage, the Chiefs struggled. Like literally, you put a corner, you put two, you put a corner and a safety on Tyreek, then you put a corner and a linebacker on Travis Kelsey, and then that's how. Patrick Mahomes gets sacked or has to run the ball himself. Yeah. Hardman and anybody else ain't going to really be open like that. Well, McCole Hardman and Byron Pringle were not stepping up. Literally until they were, what, breaking 500 in the bottom of the division. That's when they're like, oh, snap. Maybe it's time to, you know, look at other receivers. Maybe Maybe Tyreek is not the only receiver on the field at all times. Like, it's our time. Start pushing P. You know what I'm saying? All I know is I'll say no pushing P with that that Bill's defense. (laughs) I know it. All I know is commanders are taking the division next year. The the NFC South is going to be an absolute garbage. It's going to be. That's that's our third topic. For, forget the old high hop situation. Third topic. And I just thought of this. Thank you, Charles, because I want to get your thoughts on this. The new Washington team has been official. The Washington commanders. Gay ass name. <laughs> I mean, again, I know, like you said, Charles, like they had a, they had like top four or whatever. But like, okay, do you know the other three? Yeah, that they I like do. came down to. Do. They like red wolves, red tails. I know that was one of them. Um. So the the okay. So so the top two, right? Uh, at the end of it, like at the towards the middle of January, the top two were the Commanders or the Armada. That was the top two. Washington Armada. Exactly. Like, eh, no. What? How did they even make it in the top two? I I don't know, man. But here's what the final four were, right? Um, uh, the final four, or let me tell you the final eight. The final eight were the Armada, the Brigade, the Brigade, President, Red Hogs, Red Wolves, Defenders, or keep the football team. I mean, at that point, Washington football team sounded kind of nice. I ain't going. But um, that was the final. That was the final eight. Of that eight, the final three ended up being the Armada, the Red Hogs, and the Commanders. Washington Red Hogs. Yeah, nah. 
So out of the final three, which name would y'all have chosen? I mean, I would go with the commanders, but if possible, I'd probably just keep football team just because it's, it's funny. Just the Washington football team has scored like. Um, yeah, no. But no, I think. Out of the final three, they, they really picked the best option. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now that I know the other names, because I was like, this shit just sound gay as hell. No, yeah, no, no, no. I don't like, know everyone... why people were literally talking as if Red Wolves was like one of the finalists. No, Red Wolves got discontent. Like, Red Wolves made the top eight, but that was it. Washington like, it was... Wolves. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I was one of those people that were like, the Red Wolves doesn't sound that bad. But I would have preferred, I would have personally preferred like defenders. Washington defenders? No, I would have preferred them just DC defenders. Oh, okay. Or even DC commanders. But no, nah, they, they decided we have to keep Washington in the title for whatever reason. Probably by like not a lot, but something they wrote down when they created the NFL, like, oh, we can't change like the actual name of the place. What I heard is that they could have gone with Red Wolves that they bought copyright for. Yeah. I just because my thing is just kind of like, it's not even the fact that the name is generic, because let's be real here. A lot of the teams of the names in the NFL are generic. The Bears, the Lions. What else is there? Eagles, Falcons. Panthers. Ravens. Giants. Texans. And I guarantee you there's at least one high school in America that has every single one of the names in the NFL. Like, it's not really that. Exactly. Now... Like they're very um, simple. Now, I have a question for y'all, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> People are hating on the Washington Commanders, right? Explain to me what a Packer is. A pack shit. Explain to me what... Explain to me what a Green Bay Packer is. That's why they just start calling them the cheeseheads. Because at that point, yeah, I don't really know what a Packer is. I was about to say, I only ever see like the block of cheese on their head. Exactly. Now, no, 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 no. I'll do you one better. Tell me what a brown is and why their main color is orange. I don't know. Tell me what a, cause it sounds like poo, dog. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's yeah, literal Cleveland, shit. I, I'm taking the Cleveland a, poos. Pretty like you can really say, man, I'm about to go take a Cleveland Brown over there. Is they all word? You taking them to the Super Bowl? Nah. Maybe they was just actually just copying like Cleveland from Family Guy. I don't fucking know. Like dog, like don't get me wrong. There's some generic team names in this, um. On this, what's it called? In this league. And a lot of them make sense. Jets make sense. Dolphins make sense. Colts. 
um, Broncos, Falcons, Cardinals, Patriots, Chiefs, Vikings. Also, how did how did Washington get flagged for Redskins, but Kansas didn't get flagged for Chiefs? At Arrowhead Stadium. Um, 49ers, when you really like look at the context, like if you're like a big history head, that's definitely like a good, it name. definitely fits. Um, but there's one team, there's three teams in the NFL that I just I can never get behind their team, their mascot, their logo, and their color. The Hilltoppers. Uh, the college team. <laughs> if you want to get the reference, you have to go to the last episode. <laughs> um. Oh, I remember what I was talking about now, man. The hill choppers thing just kind of like threw me off guard. Yeah, that's yeah, all. There are three teams in the NFL that like you just cannot get behind. Yes, there are three teams in the NFL I just can't get behind without with their name or anything. <clears throat> Number one, or two of these teams I've already listed out, so y'all should know them. One, and my my the team I will never stand behind, no matter how many times someone explains to me what it is. The Green Bay Packers. Two. Actually, let me explain. Green Bay Packers. No one in this group right now knows what a Packer is. All we know is their name is the Green Bay Packers. I've never seen the Green Bay Packers mascot, and all of their fans are called Cheeseheads. Now I'll move on to the. I'll move on to the second team. I guess because they're gonna send your ass packing when they whoop your ass. I don't know. That, that's crazy because Aaron Rodgers has sent them packing every year after the conference championship. I mean that that not true this year. It was after the divisional round. Oh wow. My bad. They didn't even get to the conference championship. They had already packed. Oh. Dang. Team team number two, the Browns. Name is Cleveland Browns. Their primary color is orange, though. And their mascots are the dogs, with their stadium being the dog pound. So everybody just in jail when they walk in there. You a Cleveland like you, the dog pound is not the dog pound is not supposed to be a good spot, dog. You know how many times dudes are talking about. Man, my girl got me in the doghouse today. And you willingly said, that's my stadium name. You willingly said, that's my stadium name. We're going to call this the doghouse. This is the dog pound. You just in jail, bro. And since when did a brown become a dog? What kind of dog is a brown? Is it just a brown dog? I I don't know, nigga. Like these know. these are questions no one's asking about these team names, dog. Like What's it's the third. What is the third, bro? What? What's, What's the, the third team? Because you said three teams. 
the third team, <clears throat> I, I, I get the logo. I get the name. I guess I understand the mascot. I just, come on, bro. You ain't had no better options. It's in the South, the dirty South. We talk about that Nolans. Oh, the Saints. We know everybody knows what a Saint is, but is that really a mascot for football? Like we we. Are you saying they're not the New Orleans Angels? I don't know. Uh, Unless I'm wrong about the New Orleans Saints, and I don't know what their mascot is. I could be. I'm not a New Orleans fan. Um. Their colors are gold and black. Their their mascot is a saint. And their logo is that little shapey thing. I, I don't know what it's called. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it kind of looks similar to like a cross, but it's like a couple other variations I, of it. I could not tell you. Hold on. I'm um, logo. Let's see here. It's the modern black. Fleur de Lis. Something French. Something French. I haven't said cross. It don't even look close. That's my fault. Well, um, no way. What? I'll give you a dollar right now if you can okay. guess what the Saint mascot is. The logo is a fleur de lis. It's a French word that means lily flower in English. I will give you a dollar right now if you could tell me the 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 Saints mascot and his name without looking it up. Uh, I have no idea. Random guess, and I'm pretty sure you can guess it. Buster, I don't know. Saint the dog. Is it Saint? It's not Saint, but it is a dog. <laughs> I was about to be like, little Saint? <laughs> that man's name is Gumbo. It is Gumbo. I do love eating Gumbo. But that, that, that is, sounds corny. That is Gumbo the dog. Come on, man. Oh, Gumbo. Gumbo. Little I think you meant like, uh, gumbo, like the elephant. No, no, no. Gumbo, like the soup. <laughs> oh, wow. I just... I didn't expect to be gumbo. Sir, theme is basically New Orleans theme, like all around. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I guess that's sure. what you gotta do with when you have a fucking shit like that. I don't know. Um. Oh snap! My bad. They have two. They have two mascots. They have Gumbo, the dog. Mm-hmm. Then they have Sir Saint. I I called the well. You said Little Saint. I said Saint the dog, but. They have Sir Saint. I was about to say, I thought for sure they had like a human-like mascot. Yeah, it's a human-like mascot with the old-school helmet, 
and big ass jaw. Yeah, like he has like a butt chin, but it's like Kim Kardashian kind of butt chin. It's way too big. <laughs> like it don't need to be that big. Um, I'm looking at all the mascots now. I can't lie to you. Some of them are good. Some of them are really bad. Ely McNeen. You <laughs> <laughs> said what? Ely McNeen. Ely McNeen. Steely McBeam. That's the mascot for the Steelers. Hey, man, that's almost as bad as Bolt, man. Don't forget about Bolt, man, man. That's a guy that's... He's in the crowd when no one else is, dog. They, I mean, these teams were created like long, long ago, so they just came up with whatever they thought was cool. What the hell? So the brown, I found one of the Browns mascots. <laughs> Apparently, Brownie the Elf. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Chomps. Brownie the Elf. <laughs> what does that have? We still don't even know what the Browns are. So apparently there's a brown elf out there. So they can't be like, we're not racist because we've got brown elves on our team. Why you gotta be an elf? That's my question. I don't know. Are are the Bills mascots still Billy Billy Buffalo? From what it looked like, yeah. I mean, we got Sir Purr. Sir Purr is the top 10 mascot. I don't care what anyone else says. Yeah. You said what? Sir Purr is a top 10 mascot. Sir Purr is what? He's the Carolina Panthers mascot. Jackson DeVille, also a top 10 mascot. Okay, they were trying with this Victor Devine. Like my mascot from my eyes, <laughs> he might be. I just like he actually looks like a panther. That's the only thing. Like ours is like kind of whack. Nah. Um, if you look at Rampage, very low effort name, by the way. Rampage. Oh, we also got Pat Patriot. That's true, Pat the Patriot. Hey, man, at least, like, you know, the Buccaneers tried. Captain Fear? Captain Fear? Captain Fear. That's not bad. He tried. Mm. <laughs> you see the Lions? Chompy? I'm not Chompy. Um, Rory. That's why they're not successful. They got a dumbass mascot name. That's why. <laughs> Wait, what? Have you seen T Rack though? T Rack? T Rack. From what team? He's on the Titans. T Rack is on the Titans. Wait. 
What? I'm sorry. I'm just what the fuck? Wait. <laughs> Bro, you look like those doggy trees. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who? T Rex. No, look at his face. So he looks like a fucking doggy tree. I look like a black raccoon. T Rex. Have you looked him up? Yes. That's a, that, that's a, that's a nig coon dog. <laughs> that's a nig coon. That's a nigga coon. A nigga raccoon. Oh, oh my god. Oh, oh man. Why does he look like that? I don't either, bro. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Look, look. Let me tell y'all about Freddie Falcon. Yeah, I just saw him. The picture that I'm looking at him of, that man looks like the most socially awkward mascot of all 32. Like That man has no friends from the looks of it. What the? Okay, God, these mascots it, are looking kind of terrifying. I ain't gonna lie to you. Which one? Freddie Falcon was creepy as shit. Like, if yeah, he came like, me, I'm socking that nigga in the balls. <laughs> Bro, honestly, if I saw Freddie Falcon, like, as a child, I'll probably shit myself. Really? Yeah. I did not like mascots as Honestly, I already was not a fan of mascots as a little child. They always scared me for whatever reason. So seeing that, yeah, dude, like, there's, there's, yeah, if you came up to me, like, Sir Purr looks better. Like, I go up to Sir Purr, but T-Rack and Freddy yeah. Falcon, they, they can, they can kick in the balls. I'm sorry. You think T-Rack and Freddy Falcon are better than TD? TD, who? TD. We also got Flipper. Who? Flipper. Wait, what what um team is TD on? TD is the mascot for the Miami Dolphins. You know what? I'm gonna list off top three mascots, right? TD just I'm sorry. I'm still on the fact that they the do- the lions really called their mascot Rory like that. What? They gotta do it. They gotta do it. <laughs> I'm just saying for those listening. <laughs> for those listening, you have to look up these mascots while we're saying them because. These, this is just too good. They're, 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 oh, wow. They're, they're going wild. Rory, what, what the fuck is wrong with Rory's hair? Like, imagine imagine announcing him on the field. And here comes Rory. Like, come on, bro. That's just... My thing is the name. It's just kind of like that did not sound... I'm pretty sure some, my net no, my kid had to come up with that. Like, y'all, why is right so called Rory? Bro, my nephew can come up with that, and he's only one. That's what I'm like, saying. Come on now. 
Wait, what? So four teams don't have an official mascot. You said who? Four teams don't have an official mascot. Well, because they they knew they didn't want to fuck up. So they yeah. said our name is just gonna be it. That's it. I mean, I mean, can I mean okay, so one of the teams makes sense. Why they don't have a mascot. Well, I mean, I guess commanders because now they have to find a new way how to make a mascot for that. Um, yeah, because before they were the red, you know, the Redskins, and yeah, can you really have um, a Redskin as a mascot? I think. But wait, the Packers have a mascot? I'm pretty Who? sure they do. They I don't do think so. No. Who doesn't have a mascot? He does the Packers? No, they do not. Okay, I would think so because I don't know how you define a Packer, like you said. The G-Men um, don't have a mascot either. Hmm? The G-Men. No. No, I don't think so. And last <clears throat> but not least, it's a team close to the last two teams I just named in the Jets. They don't have a mascot either. Which kind of a big airplane. Can we petition to make Megatron the Jets mascot. Think about it. Back in the day, Megatron transformed into a jet. The Jets are, you know, perpetually a bad team, anyways. You might as well. It's two and two, four. Yeah, but you know, Megatron is a loser, so that already just solidifies more how bad the Jets are. They gonna name the mascot Zoom or some shit. Zoomy the Zoomy the Jet. That's his name. Zoomy the Jet. It's just gonna be Zoom. <laughs> uh, but nah, I just man. At least I think I mean at least NBA mascots are better. Yeah. Like NBA mascots have never failed. If I remember correctly, actually no, there's a couple of bad ones, but for the most part, I don't want to go on too long for these mascot shit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna list off a few that like just need consideration into looking into. Uh not the chalk look into them. I'm just like for the fans at home. Take a little bit of time to think about these. Okay. Um, number one, <clears throat> bango. Number two, stuff the magic dragon. That's right. You heard me. Stuff the magic dragon. Um. Honestly, Pierre the Pelican. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? <laughs> oh wow! What? Huh? So as you know, there's two dragons in the league. One is Stuff the Magic Dragon. Cool. I can't tell who the team that man plays for. And the other one is Duncan the Dragon. And surprise team alert. Just another question for y'all. Could anyone guess what team Whammer is from? We not going to know. Are these NFL teams? No, he said these are NBA. Oh, 
So you have a you have a better chance of guessing this than the NFL wants. Because it's only one in 30, dog. And everyone knows clutch. So it's a one in 29. <laughs> oh, I, know, but I don't even know all the teams of the NBA. So like don't worry about it. This man is from Cleveland. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. He uh apparently a Cavalier is a dog as well. I don't know what it is about Cleveland and their obsessions with dogs. Uh, how do I say this in the best way possible? Whammer is a dog. The Brown is a dog. But neither of their teams have a have a dog as like a name. Um, petition to remove Cleveland out of the United States just for these atrocious teams. I mean, what are they going to call themselves? The Cleveland Dogs? And the Cleveland Big Dogs? I don't know, dog. It's just... You see Cavalier, and do you really think dog... Man. How do we get here? We found my football teams. No, the Washington Commanders was how we got here. And then all of a sudden we started talking about NFL mascots. That's true. Mm. All I know is um, Commanders are taking division and the NFC South is going to be a a, a division that no one's going to watch. Oh, okay. I, I disagree with that, but at this point I'm getting too tired to disagree. Oh, wow, you're going to watch the Taysom Hill-led Saints? The Matt Ryan-led Patriots? I mean, might come back. You never know. Who? Yes. 30 for 30. My bad. No, no, no. You're going to watch the Sam Darnold-led pa- Panthers. Yeah. Or, or, That's only because Cam is not doing anything. Or or the Tom Brady less Buccaneers, huh? It's basically the same team from 2014, 2015. Yeah, but Heineke's been choking, so. Heineke's yeah. not been up to par, bro. Exactly. Plus, he your biggest not. defensive player right now is injured, so. That's only for now. It's offseason. <laughs> Plus, who else do y'all have, really? Harry's um, Harry. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, like, he did much this season. Adam Humphreys is on the team, even though he was basically just a role model. Don't you also have um, Curtis Samuel? Yeah, Curtis Samuel. Antonio Gibson. Uh, Cam Curl is on the team. Uh, Antonio. Antonio Gibson. Uh. Regrettably, the team still has Landon Collins. Landon Collins on the 0.00001% that you find this podcast. Retire. Leave the league. Your dog water. Your toast. I feel as though every time I see Landon Collins, I have a craving for breakfast. Because that man is toast. Like, he's bad. Dog. Like, 
Amanda Collins, if you ever find this, just know, please retire. Quit the league. Go go be with your family, dog. There's got to be something else more to life than just getting cooked by every receiver in the league. 